At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's time for our journey to begin. Catch me outside, how about that? You walk through our forests, yet you remain a mystery. What are you? Why do you hide? In the Eastern Washington, uh, from around behind a big tree, there was a black deer looking at me, and it had a peaked, pointed head. In the land we call wilderness, there lives a creature that has become one with legend. At the moment, it's about to have an unpleasant encounter with the self-styled masters of the wilderness, man. I swung my arm in a big arc and I said, uh, I yelled out, Hi, Sasquatch, come on down. Denizens of the galaxy, welcome. I am your host, Clinton. The program, the spaceship upon which you sit at the current moment, is known as OK Talk. Welcome. While it would appear that Matthew and myself have both fought the demon known as pneumonia, or in Matt's case, known as AIDS. We have returned from the depths, fighting said Balrog, and like Gandalf raised ourselves from the pits, wearing gray, and now we wear white. A little something for you. Tonight, I'm just calling the Devil's Creek tapes. I know what you've been wanting. I know what you've been asking. And I got a little something for you. A couple of weeks ago, a good friend and compatriot, David E., and his lovely daughter, Kelsey, who is, among other things, an anthropology badass, went up and spent the night at Devil's Creek. Just a... One day up and back. And during their time up there, I was in constant contact with them. And the following is excerpts of grainy cell phone recordings that I think you will find interesting. I want to say thanks so much to everyone for all the support, love for the show. Check us out, OK Talk Show, on Facebook, on Twitter, the same. Send us an email with your compliments and your questions and your stories to oktalkpodcast at gmail.com. Send your complaints to go to hell at gmail.com. You hear me? I don't want them. It's fake news. I'm not interested in it. Anyway, I'm just going to slide this right in. I think it's uh, pretty self-explanatory. Hope you enjoy. Thanks so much for listening to OK Talk.
Did you guys hear the message that I left you? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was actual talking and then just like bewilderment in the message. So <laughs> it would make sense that there would just be a blank space. But <laughs> do you remember when I told you that like uh, when that podcast was blowing up about Devil's Creek and I told you that I felt like Sauron's eye from Lord of the Rings. It yeah. Felt like, I felt like I, it knew we were talking about it. Yeah. It's a weird joint, man. A weird <laughs> joint. Very, very, very strange. We certainly know that. I don't know. I, I feel like there's some things that you should probably let her in on. And I'm just interested to see how, like, the energy progresses tonight. Did you guys turn the lights off around the house? Yeah, I've been turning them off. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're just uh, fishing the fishbowl right now. Are you charging the FLIR up? Yeah, we just uh, tested it out. It's uh, it's working. So we uh, we may give that a run here. You ought to roll some Madonna out there on the porch and then go out there with the FLIR. <laughs> I don't have Donna on my computer. Oh no, you would have to use Kelsey's phone. Oh yeah. Because she could do it via the podcast, just uh, right. the app, like the iTunes app. Right. But, you know, if you start that uh, American Horror Story Devil's Creek episode and just, like, I just fast-forwarded it to, like, ten minutes in, and she's, yep. just, she's talking, even though she doesn't have, like, a Bluetooth speaker and all that like I did, I mean, just turn it on and turn it up and point it, you know, where the speaker is pointing down the hill, give it a couple sure. of minutes, and then see sure. if anything react we will definitely do that like i'm some kind of expert of the nut job joint but... <laughs> yeah what was your major again <laughs> oh boy, oh, boy. I, I feel i feel really weird that this is the way that your daughter has come to know me is one telling her how she should do fantasy football and then two <laughs> I, I, I almost won my league I got I went made it all the way to the championship and then I just had a busted game where my star players scored zero points, you know, like so I ended up with second in the league and hundred and twenty five bucks. We we landed exactly the same. I finished second <laughs> with two hundred. And it was all because Julio and all those That's other That's who I had, just, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> they just shat the bed. <laughs> yeah. We get we gave them a run for it though. That's right, yeah. And it's always nice to be new in a league and go in and take people's money. That's the way that I look at it. So, congratulations. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit glad that I didn't get first place because that would have, I don't know. I don't know if I would be let back in the next year. Right? <laughs> and terrified. <laughs> Intimidated and terrified. But, yeah, I just, uh, I'm a pretty level-headed guy, but we're talking about really bizarre activities. So, you're, you know, my normal, hi, how's it going? I went to college and <laughs> am stable. Uh, yeah. Is out the window. It's okay. I had plenty of practice with my dad. <laughs> oh, God. That worries me even more. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, why don't y'all go play? You walked through the creek and stuff when you were here? I got down into the ravine, immediately had this, like, terrifying feeling like I couldn't get out of there. Okay. <laughs> because what's really what's really crazy is it's, like, really slick. And it may not be as bad now, but at the time, even without the rain, like, it rained two days in a row, and it's a pretty steep little drop and it was just the needles from the trees and mm -hmm. I kind of got this weird feeling like I don't know but I would be <laughs> all about going down there because Donna and Greg said that that thing just basically like empties into a bowl that oh, she was like yeah she was like if you put a tarp over this area you could live here <laughs> like it's a shelter and um, she said that the first time that they walked it all the way down there, that just, I mean, they felt like they weren't supposed to be there immediately. I 
mean, if I was going to go back and pick one thing that I want to take pictures of, it would be that, like going down that, walking through right. there. Um, and and that's the other thing I would stress is definitely uh, take as many photos and vidya of oh, the yeah, area we sent as you can. The picture we took of the, we're not sure what it is. It might you might be right. It might be a rabbit. I just can't, I couldn't tell because of the way, like, it looked like there was something behind the, Yeah, but the cells cells look different than from your photo. Yeah, that's the other thing, though. You said that about a lamb, and David, do you remember when we were on the phone with Donna, and I was describing, she was like, this is when she gave us the big revelation about the dude that used to own the place, and we were sitting out there on the road in the car, and she was like, what kind of, uh, what kind of animals, and I named the two, and the other one, I didn't even know what to call it, and I said something like, you know, it was a camel or something, she's like, well, I don't know what that one is, and then she mentioned that there was a lamb, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what it was, but that was one of the ones that you put on the bin, the water basin. Right, right, right. Yeah, one of those has moved. You, you, what do you mean? Well, it's not in the same position that I had put it in originally. But it's still up there, but it's just... Yeah, yeah, it's still up there, but it's in a different different place. Okay, yeah, because we have photos of all of that, too. Right. So yeah. I, will, I will move them around again. Right. And they kept removing the sign that said, this place is full of weirdness. <laughs> yeah, it is. The gate was open. I think I told you that when you came. Yeah, yeah, and I told Donna that you guys were already the chain all the way off. Yeah, the chain was completely you off. You like tumbled on the, the ground. Yeah, like somebody pulled it out. You dropped. had to pull that bolt through. Yeah. I told Donna that you guys were there because immediately when I saw your email and I gathered that you were going, this is right after I called you, I texted her and was like, hey, is you going up there today? And uh, so she had texted me back and said, yeah, they may already be there. And I said, I talked to you guys. And she was like, anything going on? And I said, well, the gate was unlocked and Kelsey found a golf ball. Yeah. She showed me the golf ball, and that wasn't. Yeah. You know that drawer that's over there by the sink that has all the, like, random batteries and just stuff in it? Yeah. Look in that drawer and see if there's a golf ball in there. Okay. Because I do feel like when we were there that I saw that there was a golf ball that wasn't white. Go to the left, left. Right there, that one. Um, yeah, all all the stuff is, has been taken out. Okay. Well, then that means if that's a yellow golf ball that you saw, I yes, feel it like is. I'm ninety five percent sure that there was a yellow golf ball in that. In that. I mean, I know there was a golf ball in that drawer, I, and I'm. It was either yellow or orange because it wasn't well, white. There's an orange let's let's back up the truck. There could have been stuff in that drawer that just went into the garbage. That's what I was going to say. If they threw the stuff <laughs> in that drawer out, and, and of all the fucking things, it pulled another golf ball out. I'm pretty sure there's an orange golf ball at the end. Oh, and, uh, you saw an orange one, too? I'm pretty sure there's an orange one way at the bottom and top, like close to the end. And then Nobody golfs up here. Yeah, I'm more I'm more creeped out about if they emptied that the contents of that drawer, like most of the shit they just threw in a garbage bag and put it out. And yeah. the thing that came out of there isn't all the pieces of paper and everything, and that's not that's strewn about. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> we got a gas station story. What? Remember the gas station we went to? Oh yeah, with the enormously doughy pizza. Yeah, the pizza pizza bread. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Go ahead. Tell, Kelsey, tell us. Tell no, I said, Dad, you better start listening. They're talking about uh, their trash getting emptied out every night for the last four nights, and they can't figure out what's doing it. Um, and, yeah, so I just got my dad's attention. So if he still – you didn't listen. No, yeah. He's like, this guy has currently been bungee cording his trash shut, and just something keeps getting into it. And he's like, he just gave up, he said. Um and then the clerk started talking about bears and how bears might do that, blah, blah, blah. Really? You just you just overheard this conversation down there? Yeah, yeah. This is just a normal conversation at the gas station. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, whoa. That's awesome, though. But, like, logically, I'm telling you, there was a yellow effing golf ball in that drawer, and so this is another thing that we just all have to mentally – Remember to ask Donna and Greg when sure. you guys like went back through and cleared. So I'm assuming like the captain's chair and all of that stuff is out of that random bedroom. Like everything's yeah. got to be out of there. Um, there is still some stuff in that random bedroom. It's like the, the the one place in the house they just haven't gotten all the stuff. They they've probably got another truckload of stuff. Be my guess when they finally. I think they left some stuff for you guys. I don't know. Yeah, that other golf ball that was down there in that ravine, like we were talking about how it was physically impossible for you to, like, hit a golf ball and get it into that location. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and not even a bird could drop it and have it fall mm. itself. Yeah, it's like under the canopy, back towards the house. And smushed, smushed into the dirt. Yeah, like part into it. Well, obviously, uh, if you guys are already hearing stuff outside and hearing the TV noise, then, I mean, the place is breathing. Go do the Donna thing. Do the FLIR and and text me because I'm kind of uh, – I'm kind of in real time. Okay. Taking, <laughs> taking notes on what we're doing. Okay, all right. Well, we'll go do the next step and we'll report back. Okay, man. Sounds awesome. You guys rock. I'll talk to you here in a little bit. Okay, okay. bye. All right, bye-bye.
weird. It's really, it would really be a turn of events if you captured anomalies inside the house, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, remember what Greg said about just that whole corridor of the hallway there being where the dogs would get up and come and bark. Yeah, that's where Kelsey saw her image on the clear. What? Wait a minute. I thought you said by the side of the oven. Down that hallway. Yeah, Kelsey thinks it was part of the oven, but it was um, off to the side down that corridor. Yikes. I mean, if you guys start hearing the television noise, you're pretty much going to need to walk down the halls of that far back bedroom. I can see it from from here. Yeah. Aren't you, like, at least in the least bit interested in, like, taking that recorder that you have outside and, like, swapping them out with the other one? Um, no, I might just, I might turn on a recorder tonight before I go to bed for inside the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just meant, like, I'm just dying to know if, uh, like, if when you guys were hearing stuff outside, if shit got captured. Oh, um, it's possible, but I'm not going to make the same mistake I made last time. I'm going to be in the comfort of my own home when I start to analyze this. Yeah. Yeah, another thing you could do, you know, Kelsey, is you could take your iPhone and turn that recorder on and, you know, if you wanted to be ballsy enough and go down there to that far bedroom and just say, somebody up in this place? I'm getting a head shake, no. Uh, yeah, I understand. Because as your dad will tell you. I just spooked myself outside and came diving through the side last door back into the house. I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I totally freaked myself out there at the at the wood line by myself. I actually went to the back like I took a leak down there thinking like this would be a sign of aggression and then I beat my chest and I got this feeling like, What the fuck do you think you're doing? And I was so terrified that I was like backing up the hill backwards. <laughs> like, I didn't want to turn my back on the woods. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, your dad will, can tell you that, I mean, this whole thing really started for me by me asking in a hallway in Galveston, is there anybody up here into my phone and immediately getting something responding to me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I kind of set the whole course in motion, really. Yeah, I like the, the live... Um, portion where you were talking to the receptionist and you would ask her if she saw the photos. Yeah, and then you captured something, an EVP saying, no photos. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that happened, Kelsey. That really epic happened. What is so? There's a. It was a man or something in the women's bathroom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's two. There's two pictures. They're like 14 years apart. That's the creepiest the part about it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's real weird, and they happen like. Well, I mean, they they caught the one in the bathroom, and then like two weeks later, she got an email from the lady that had had her wedding there and was like, hey, it's coming up on our 10-year anniversary and we were going through our pictures and I noticed this and thought it was strange and sent it to her and it was the same dude that was in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. 
And what's the name, right? Like not aged or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's like a black guy with a bald hair, with a bald head and a puffy shirt, like a pirate Jerry Seinfeld shirt. Oh wow! <laughs> That's really old, though, right? Yes. Pirates. Is it around? I don't. It's like the, it's the, the land. Oh, I see. Huh. Massive hurricane wiped out the whole city. 1900. Okay. That whole island is spooked out of its gourd, though. Like it's bizarro. That's a whole nother chapter. You do you at least know that the like like the whole reason that I met your dad because I was in South Arkansas, like, and we were filming a Bigfoot movie, uh-huh. and and <clears throat> I went over to this dude's place like way after the fact, like at midnight, and hung out with him. And we were just shooting the shit, and I was recording just for the podcast, like, just, like, basically, like, documenting a documentary kind of thing. And I'd jokingly say, like, hey, hey, hold on, let's give a Bigfoot howl and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Immediately. Got a cow to respond. Twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but then... Something else responded. Big scream. Of all the things that that old Mr. Ellis has caught, I think it's it's one of the one of the better recordings I've ever heard, if I do say so myself. <laughs> and people that have been into the phenomenon for a while are kind of pissed off at me about it. Like you lucky mf'er. Right. That was right away. Yeah, but. I've noticed a trend that happens a lot with you, doesn't it? Seems like it. Seems <laughs> like it. This isn't a one-off. Yeah. That's the other thing I was thinking about earlier, is that uh, whenever you guys go to bed tonight, before you close your eyes, whenever you turn the lights off, just remember, like, every time we did that, I heard something pretty immediately to the point. To the point. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey did not need to hear that. <laughs> Kelsey, no kidding. I think tonight will be winkless. No, no kidding. Like I, uh, I turned. I had opened my phone to like write down the note of like, okay, I heard a scream, or what sounded like a yell, and then okay, now it sounds like talking just right outside. And I was so weirded out that oh, I... Well, that makes you feel better. I thought you were talking about things inside the house. Well, no, yeah. no, no. It just sounded like it was right outside. And okay. I was so weirded out that I turned my... Like, I turned on, like, a fantasy football podcast and turned it up as loud as it would go. And then, of course, that following morning would be... I was, like, like a school kid, but can't wait to see what we captured. I also need to tell you since you're unable to see it, that I went ahead and pulled an Art Bell trick and I oh. put a post on the OK Talk Facebook page just saying basically I don't even know what I'm looking for here, but there are two people that are at Devil's Creek and for reasons that will be revealed to you at a later date, why don't everybody just go ahead and think about Devil's Creek? And I put, like, the pictures of the animals and a picture of the golf ball up. Oh. <laughs> well, now we got a golf ball story. So maybe uh, so maybe if people start thinking about it, it'll help poke the monster. Yeah. Well, Greg is going to be uh, pretty surprised about the heat image that Kelsey was able to see. That whole place where you are, like, the natives, something's going on with the land and the Native Americans. There's a whole uh, Native American tradition about what they refer to as the stick Indians, which a lot of people have associated with the Bigfoot phenomenon because it has to do with laughter in the woods, 
whistling. People will follow these noises into the woods and then get lost. We heard a, a one that Kelsey said, that's something that would lure me into the woods. Not lure, but it sounds like when yeah. you think about it, like fairy tales, and like where yeah. kids hear a pretty song, and like, I don't know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it just kind of seems like there's bad juju up on that up on that mm-hmm. hill. That back side of the house is pretty active. I guess the other thing I was going to tell you, Chelsea, which still blows me away that we haven't been able to find it because the recorder was definitely working that night, was that I was out there on the porch by myself, and I got laughed at. Ooh. Like, it sounded like it was just on the side of the house, and it was like this. <laughs> was it behind the fence though, or below you? I mean, it was just, it was loud and over my left shoulder. And I mean, the only way that I told I told your dad like that, I felt like something was laughing at me. Great. Yeah, and, not with you. No, and um. Uh, I mean, if it was, you know, it would have easily shown up on the recorder. I don't, I still can't figure out why we couldn't find it. Was it low or like, was it one of the more grinchy ones? No, it was, it was just like, Very clear. <laughs> like menacing. Yeah, clearly as day, not like, oh, off in the distance or in the back of my mind or, no, out loud. And the thing that trips me out about that the most is that dude that wrote that book, uh, I mean, that Franzoni guy, that was like the first thing that he wrote about was like getting laughed at from a bush. Yeah. Like laughed at. No, No, okay. He had plenty of opportunity to go missing on that one and didn't. Franzoni, yeah. I heard of that. Yeah, well, that's where. Go ahead. No, no, no. I just. I'm listening to you two. Well, part of that is also the ventriloquist scenario where, you know, the voice was coming from the bush, but the voice couldn't be in the bush. It yeah, had they, have, it had to have been someplace else. But he said the laughter definitely was emanating from the area where the bush was, and nothing could be hiding there. So, right. So it had to be some sort of voice stirring technique, mm-hmm. which well, was also attention getter, which is seems to be one of the strategies that they use. If somebody is, they want to get your attention someplace else, you know, make your turn so you can leave. Right. Yeah, the distraction tactic. Yeah. But the other creepy thing is that, I mean, so much seemed to happen out on that front side of the house, like over there towards the garden, in terms of the noises that I heard, that laugh, and then and whatever that was that I saw in the window over there. So that's where the um, that panel is missing on the fence? Like in that side? Or? Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically where that panel is missing on the fence is basically in the general direction of where I heard the laugh. And then when we were in the, in the house sitting there, I saw like a... I mean, we had all the lights out, so it's darker than dark outside, you know. And I just told your dad that I saw something just move over there at the window, and it was just light colored. But I told him that I wasn't going to get up and go look at the window. That's how weird <laughs> I was. Yeah, that's that's what I mean, I don't know if there. It would be interesting. Like, we didn't even go past the place, but I was thinking the other day, like, if you just drive up past the house, like, with the elevation, is there, like, can you see down onto the house from that back road? 
No, I cannot. It, it, everything's obscured by trees. Hmm. I don't know, man. And the reason I know that is I've been up there. Right. We just didn't this time because of old gun-happy guy. Oh, my God. What? A neighbor? Yeah, somebody was shooting a gun off. Oh, like target practice? No. Just to let everybody know he had a gun. Yeah, it was just downtown Detroit on a Friday night. Well, you guys are definitely up for more interesting things tonight. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, don't, don't let any of my stories and tales of the land keep you from sleeping. Just, uh, <laughs> just being... Better than being in a tent after hearing a lot of different stories. <laughs> mm. I can imagine. And by myself. <laughs> yeah, she's done that one. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, tell Kalina what happened to you in the Sierras when you were up looking at goats. Sheep, Dad. Sheep. <laughs> Which time? Which one? What, the one where something walked in with... Oh, yeah, so we... Do you know where the White Mountains are? The White Mountains? Yeah. So you know where the Sierras are. Right. So if you go straight across... Um, to the east, you would run into the White Mountains, so they're a smaller mountain range, <clears throat> but they're still pretty high up, 10,000 feet. Um, so we were doing a sheep count there. I used to work for Fish and Game in California, right. and we, yeah, we were trying to do a sheep count, so we were hiking around. This was our second day out, um, and we had found a male, like a bachelor group, so uh we didn't know if we got a good count on them, so we decided to set up camp there that, that night. And so we were sitting on top of a ridge. But there was a little bit of a rock up prop to the stuff. But when you're doing that kind of work, well, it doesn't get late until, I guess, until 8 or 9, but <clears throat> you pass out right away. So you make dinner, and you're falling asleep. And so I'm sure we were asleep by 9 or 10, right when the sun went down. Um, I had... I had made, like, black beans and couscous or something, and I, I had rinsed my pot out, and I had set it not too far away from me. I know you're not supposed to keep your food with you or whatever because of bears, but because <coughs> <laughs> we're fishing games. So apparently, we don't have to follow the rules. Um, of course. And I, yeah, and I had set my pot out maybe five seven feet from me. not very far at all, but it was like on a nice little flat rock and it was drying out. The sheep were sleeping below us, um, a couple hundred feet in a little grassy pasture, um or meadow area. And then I had two guys that were with me and so we were kind of sleeping in a triangle triangle fashion. Um one guy was only sleeping on top of his tarp in a sleeping bag and then the other guy and me had city sacks. So we had, um, basically our bodies are just like in a sleeping bag, but then you have a little tent shelter over your head. Right. Um, but anyways, uh, at some point in the night, so I pee um, pretty close to my tent as well, uh, right before I went to bed and then got in, fell asleep. At some point, in, at some point I heard what I thought were footsteps. It seemed like a person I remember getting kind of scared, like, oh, man, some rancher is coming up here getting mad at us for some reason. Um, and then and it came from the direction of near the sheep. And it basically pees from kind of higher up. I can hear it landing, and it's really close to my tent. It's very close to where I had actually gone pee. And it lasts for a while, and then I hear it. And it just keeps, it walks through camp in between all of us, whatever it was. And I, I was, I didn't look to see what it was. I just thought it, I thought it was one of the guys. I thought they had gotten up. Um, and I, I yelled at them the next morning. I was like, which one of you guys peed right next to my tent last night? And they're like, I didn't get up last night. I didn't pee. So that's my story. And then they told me, they're like, oh, I bet one of the sheep came up that That'd be really weird if a sheep just came up and peed by your tent. 
<laughs> right. I'm extremely jealous, but I appreciate you guys uh, letting me invade your personal space via the miracle of telephonic communication for a little while. <laughs> okay, okay. And, uh, um, you know, pay attention. Maybe that last hour before you go to bed, too, turn off all those running lights and just have a lamp or whatever. Go ahead and let them, go ahead and let them know that you're inviting it. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll Wait, wouldn't there. they feel safer with the lights all the way on? Because well, maybe they don't know in that condition. I don't know. I don't know. That's the that's the weird thing about being in the fishbowl, though. Mhm. Um, you know, sometimes you can feel more at ease with the light off. And we left, we left some of the lights on for a while, like the sconces, that's what we call them. Yeah. Um, so it was, it wasn't bright, bright light, but it was definitely well lit. And I, we went to bed probably a little after we talked to you, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Um, and so I, I got ready and I, uh, I was playing video games probably for about 40 minutes on my phone with the lights on. So if something was near the road or even in that little patio area, I'd be pretty visible. Um, I probably stopped doing that around one, and then I turned off the light, and I don't know, maybe 20 minutes after that, I heard, I thought I heard maybe a whistle, but it was really windy, so I don't know, it just sounded a little bit sharper than the other one, like, yeah, that's the whistle. more like that. <clears throat> and then uh, immediately, let me actually say immediately, like two seconds later, kind of like a, blah, 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 like a little bit of a voice, uh, more like syllables, but really quick, maybe just three or four, um, back behind me, through the window, so facing the road slash patio area. That's important. Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay, so this morning I get up. And I, uh, you know, take a perusal of the perimeter, and the first thing I saw were the double doors that are that uh, studio over the garage. Yeah. Were wide open, wide open, and I do not remember them being open. And then later confirmed with Kelsey that she had walked up there. They were definitely closed. Then. I walked in, and I don't know why I didn't see it. I was looking for footprints and looking all over the place. I missed a globe that was sitting in the middle of the floor, about 10 feet away from the fixture itself. Um, it was just a round glass globe that goes on the fan, a ceiling fan. And um, when I tried to put it back, I noticed that the... So, no, you could see it was bent right yeah, away. The the lamp was bent in the direction that the the globe went. So it, it was like something actually knocked into yeah, it. knocked into the to the, the fixture. Really? Like up in that little in that little office area above the garage? Yes. And that's weird. <laughs> yeah, and the door can't reach the reached the fan, so it wasn't right. the door that swung open and knocked it off. And the light six, I mean, it was, yeah, like 10 feet, it was far from. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, like something whacked into it, or slapped it with his, maybe bonked its head and then it got pissed and slapped it with its hand or something. To the point, it's disfigured enough that you can't get the uh, globe back on. Really? Yeah. Have you talked to Donna yet? Oh, yeah, we told her the whole thing. And she said it, so there, there's no reason for anybody to be up there then. Yeah. 
No. And it was, you know, the the, the same courtyard where Kelsey had heard her response. She had heard voices and a whistle. No, the whistle was more by the fence. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. The whistle was more on your side, and yeah. then the, the voices were more behind me. Gotcha. But still, all that activity again up that that way, like up closer yeah. to the house. Yeah. Oh, it gets even better. You know that little um, man door that goes underneath the house? Yeah. It's on the corner there. Uh-huh. Uh, it was cracked maybe an inch, two inches open, and I went, oh, wait a minute, that would have been closed and latched, but it wasn't. It was unlatched and open. Like somebody had tried to maybe push it closed again, and then it just kind of was like an inch, inch and a half open, enough that it caught my eye. Did you go in there? Uh, Yeah, I asked him to. (laughs) (laughs) I was ready to shove Kelsey in there. She thought she smelled something that was kind of um, dead. dead, but later we found out that um, a raccoon had died in there. Not under that house. She said a different house. Oh, a different house? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so that was that was interesting. And then I did verify um, the, the doors to the shed and the gates had been closed. The last time they were there, and now they're all open. Oh, really? The the shed? Yeah, the shed shed doors had all been closed. Now, um, one of the handles was um, not not in its proper position. I took a picture of that. So it was like something that had been fiddling with the handle. Did you uh, did you go see if you could see that baby arm? Yes, it's uh, that that leg is still there. The golf ball is still there, and now we have a new yellow golf ball. And I got a picture of that. And it had been chewed on and, and smashed. And you know how hard it is to smash a golf ball? Yeah, real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so did you did you tell Donna about the golf ball? I did ask her if they ever chewed golf balls or anything, and she said they weren't allowed to. Yeah, I know, because that'll kill a dog, you know? They yeah. follow that, it'll, it's like a baseball, like it'll come unraveled in their tummy. Well, that, I mean, the ball that was in that drawer was definitely not smashed. I mean, it was just a normal You can see ball. the part. Yeah. You could see that it had been chewed on. And 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 smashed, maybe maybe smashed from from, from chewing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. What about the <laughs> ravine? Did you guys go into the ravine? Oh, just a little bit. Not from the top. Yeah, a little from the bottom. Um, we, uh, I went back in there far enough to see that there had been some lumber that was in this clearing area, and if the if the if I could have uh, if I had better footing, I would have gone down there. But it was like oh, I would have gone down. I didn't know you wanted to. Yeah, no, you were saying be careful because it, it was frozen. it was frozen and you were just sliding. Yeah, it's sketchy getting getting out of there. Yeah, for, so for the very reason <laughs> you decided you didn't want to go down there, I decided I didn't want to go down there. But I could see that there was some milled lumber that was down there that was out of place. It, there's no reason for that lumber to be there because it was good, usable lumber. But you could see that I think there was some sawdust and stuff up above. So somebody might have been milling something. Maybe. Yeah. What about any other uh, – did you check out, like, that little, like, viewing area over there by the gate, that that circle? Like where the oysters? No, this is like uh, when you right when you come in the gate. If you go immediately to the right, like up against oh. the fence, 
No, I didn't show I didn't show Kelsey. That that was a um, looked like a, a good visual place to stand, like a Robert and Christine's where they had that one spot where it looked like something would stand. So no, we didn't really investigate that. There's just so many places over there where you can stand and watch that house and nobody can see you. Yep. Oh, there was something last night that moved that uh, that frightened Kelsey. I don't know if we told you that. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, no, 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 you didn't. Uh, but I spooked myself. I scared myself. Yeah, she opened the, the sliding door. Took the wind. <laughs> took, took two steps out and then came dashing back in and hit the deck. And I'm looking at it all over the floor going, what in the world? And I said, go get the floor. <laughs> so she, she had heard something in the leaves down below. We figured out this morning that something had scraped uh, through the leaves. It could have been just a, a deer getting up and running off. I would have heard that point, point. Yeah. Something something was rustling down there and uh spooked her. That's so weird though that you say that about like the twenty minute time frame, Kelsey, about after turning the lights out because that's right in that window of you know, I did the exact same thing as you, you know, just kind of looked at my phone for a minute because I could get a signal up there on that day bed by the window and kind of doing the same thing, you know, just looking, playing a game or whatever. And then uh, and then after turning the lights out, like right about 15 minutes later, like right when you would think you would be pretty close to going to sleep hearing something. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just that happened at least two nights when we were there. That other night, uh, we had we tried to fake going to bed, and we were in that office upstairs with the window open. And uh, so you pretended to get into bed and stuff, or. Like, well, we just turned out all the lights and we opened that window and uh, we both got on the floor in there and then I was like, man, we're going to end up falling asleep in here. Yeah. <laughs> going to murder my back, so let's get up. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, uh, I at least have, like, the the first two nights there, um, I, I opened my phone and took notes of hearing stuff after I'd already closed it up and was going to bed. Yeah. So it's almost like, uh, I mean, that's, if you, if you heard a whistle and if something was up there, dude, that's just bizarre. Cause wouldn't they have to, so you're saying like it would have had to have gone upstairs, right? No, I don't so think Oh, There's yeah, they all the way to the patio to get into the studio above the garage. Yeah, that's like a little, there's a little stairway up there. We did, We never even went up there, Dave. Uh, you could also climb the retaining wall. You don't have to use the steps. Right. You know that from experience? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, can you go around back? Can you go around back as well? There's all sorts of ways to access where, where it is. Because you could keep the cover of the garage all the way around the back and then pop up from back there. Yeah. It'd be harder for well for a for us it'd be hard. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I, I'm dying to find out um, what you guys uh, captured. Hopefully uh, something. It's so windy. Yeah. No, I did record inside and outside too. So, you might have the whistle. So we'll see. We'll see what what I was able to pick up. Do you have a? Do you like? Are you telling me that like it was consistently like twenty mile an hour winds, or do you have a gauge on that? It was gusty. It, it wasn't a constant blow. Okay. Um, yeah. It just every once in a while the winds just picked up to the point where 
you couldn't hear anything outside. Right. But it started calmer. I thought it started getting calmer. Yeah. A little after midnight. There would still be gusts every once in a while, but they weren't um, as often. Yeah, that door uh, to the over the over the garage, that room, the double doors. You had to put quite a bit of force on that. Um, I suppose people, the skeptics, would say, "Well, that was the wind that forced that open. It was a windy night." And I, I had to push on it pretty hard to make it open. And wind, and wind, wind doesn't knock down a fan okay. fixture. Right, it doesn't knock the globe off a fixture. And bend it. <laughs> what was Donna's reaction to that revelation? Oh my, she was really, well, she was excited, one, for, because she doesn't have to live there to deal with it. Right. But now she that as pretty cool, whereas before it would freak her the heck out. Yeah, I mean, that's ballsy. That's going in something. Well, yeah, yeah it also tried to get into the main house through that. Underneath the, underneath the house, yeah. But then yeah. How, why not go through that front door? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Man. Well, that is all very exciting and um, really smart, and uh, it'll be spectacular if you can nail down, if you can find what Kelsey heard on that audio, that'd just be glorious. Well, we'll definitely uh, get it to you as soon as we find something. Yeah, um, I mean, after you guys get there and help with the pups and everything and uh, you get a chance to go through some of that stuff, um, hit me up and let me know what you're, what you're seeing. I'm really fascinated with the uh, the whole the, the sick Indian angle. Not yeah. again. I'm not thinking specifically all Sasquatchery. I'm, I'm thinking uh, in terms of an Indian curse being put on that place. You guys keep talking about sick Indians. What do you mean? Yes. Go ahead, Clint. Well, the the exact uh, explanation is 
goes something like this, that uh, there is a, a figure in the Native American lore of the area, the Salish people. They are malevolent and extremely dangerous forest spirits. Details about the Tick Indians vary from tribe to tribe. They're described as... <laughs> They can, they can be described as large and hairy by the Salish people and uh, by the Kiyus and the Yakama Indians. They're more like uh, what you would refer to as dwarves. Oh. But, um, and this is like, uh, this, this is directly from nativelanguages.org that's... Uh, in some traditions, the stick Indians have powers to paralyze, hypnotize, or cause insanity in hapless humans, while in others, they merely lead people astray by making eerie sounds of whistling or laughter in the woods at night. Well, then. <laughs> kind of sums it up. We got a family of stick Indians up on that hill. <laughs> Dude, they also take aggressive revenge against people who injure or disrespect them, no matter how unintentionally.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.